You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Cheerson Susell here with Johnny Venerable and the one and only Frank Sanders coming to you live from the golf course. Where else? What's going on, guys? <laughs> Where else is right? Oh, no. Frank, can you hear us? Hey, how we doing? I know, right? <laughs> Say something, Frank. I can hear you uh, just fine. Yeah. It's always when we start that this happened. Frank might have to make a beeline back to the clubhouse, Cheerson. We might right have now, to get. He's on a delay. What happened? Right, we were doing so good. We might have to get Mr. Sanders back inside. Okay. You're on a delay now, Frank. Okay. I'll, I'll get closer. Okay. Well, I'll get closer. Let's see if we can make it happen. So this is for, for our viewers at home. This is this is my fault because I said, can we go remote? Because it's a Friday and I'm traveling tomorrow. And then, of course, you know, just fun fun things ensue on a Friday. Frank's Logan a says if card. I you never know what you're going to get with Frank. <laughs> I'm trying. Frank, man. This, yeah, is, you're this good. is crazy. Hey, that sounds good. You better? look good. You sound good. Why don't you just stay right where you're at? <laughs> yeah, just hold your computer up <laughs> right like there. Okay, okay well, just hold it up. We're good. Out. Frank, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but we've got uh, a graphic for you going because Tuesday is the day. It's going to be the show, the one where Frank gets a tattoo live on the PHNX Cardinals podcast. It's December 7th, 6 p.m., Tom Rocker Tattoo is going to come to the PHNX studio and give Frank a Cliff Kingsbury K2 tattoo live on our show. And we also want to let you know that uh, big, big thanks to Top Rocker Tattoo because uh, they're doing this for free. They're helping Frank out. And they're also giving you guys a promo code. If you use the code next, then uh, you can get... 10% off of your next tattoo. Oh, how about that, Frank? I love hey. that. I love that. I'm so excited about the moment. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about all that, all this face tattoo stuff here, but I am <laughs> looking forward to the moment of getting finally getting it done, keeping my word. Look, Cliff has been absolutely fabulous um, in every manner. And I, I know I was on the bandwagon of last week talking about he's out of here. He's taking a jet, going someplace else. I'm done with that conversation. Um, I believe he's here for the Cardinals consistently. I'm going to get my K2 tattoo. 
I'm going to add a, a crown on top of it, though. That's the goal, to add a crown on top and get the pH in at, at, at the bottom so it'll represent Cliff properly because he has definitely been um, a king in, in regards to changing his entire format of what he did last the last couple of years, and it's been very impressive. We love it. It's officially it's officially happening. The countdown is on. <laughs> Are you going to cry, Frank? I hope not. <laughs> I'm actually excited about it. I really am. I'm really excited about it. I think, uh, you know, we talked about it, it was about three weeks ago, and now we're at this position. We've gone through a bye week. We won again, and we're getting all our players back, getting ready to go to Chicago. So I'm actually I'm really excited about it, um, and I think it's deserving. You know, we talked about, you know, what – needed to happen to make the season be extremely special for us to do something crazy. Chirsten's probably going to get a, 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 she's probably going to get a nose ring. Johnny's going to get, Johnny's going to go get a, you know, maybe some tattoos, some nipple rings or something like that. That's, no, that's that. what it takes. I can, can the internet that. go out again on Frank's computer? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> no, but I'm like, I'm excited. The Cardinals are nine and two, man. This is, uh, I know we went to the Super Bowl before, but to be nine and two right now, fresh start. You know, quarterback is young, but he's, he's he's electric. We got all the pieces. Um, the team looks like they're coming back to be pretty healthy and getting ready to go on the road and, and hopefully come back with another W and continually build toward a great season. All right. Speaking of healthy, Logan Riley immediately jumping on here saying, if I drive to Chicago and Hop or Murray aren't playing, I'll riot. No way they don't play, dot, 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 right? All right. Well, that leads us into – are Friday's four downs, which is Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins will be game time decisions. Cliff Kingsbury, 0-2 with the Cardinals after the bye, so he's looking to get that monkey off of his back. Cardinals are undefeated on the road this year, which is good. They're looking at a potential franchise record here, or tying a franchise record here if they win on Sunday. And weather could play a big factor in this game. It's expected to be cold, rainy, and windy in the Windy City. So first and foremost, I was mentioning it earlier in this week when Kyler came out and was limited on Wednesday. And I was like, what in the heck? We all wanted Cliff to, to come out first off for Kyler to be a full go in practice, DeAndre Hopkins to be a full go in practice. And then please, can we just get a definitive answer? We just wanted them this week to say, yes, they're like, they're going to play unless they're, you know, so we get to Sunday and there's been a setback of some sort Kyler Murray is going to play. DeAndre Hopkins is going, going to play. We haven't gotten that. I don't know if it's them just kind of playing the game here and they're not going to you know, show their cards or whatever. But, man, the fans all just wanted to hear that DeAndre Hopkins and, and Kyler Murray were going to return. Yeah, super frustrating. I don't think the weather uh, that's set to take place Sunday in Chicago is helping much. 80% chance of precipitation, maybe sub-40 degree temperatures. Uh, so can you adequately cut on those, on those injured parts that being, uh, both of their, their, their lower extremities, uh, we've got confirmation from Cliff Kingsbury. That's a high ankle sprain that Kyler Murray suffered, uh, some four weeks ago. And then Deandre Hopkins, of course, the hamstring to me. And we talked about this Cheerston earlier this week, less about Hopkins getting into a rhythm and more about Kyler Murray. Can you expect Kyler Murray to play? quality football down the stretch when he's missed four, five, six weeks, if that's what 
ends up happening. That's why I think it's this is kind of just hearsay right now. I, I really do believe Kyler is good to go. Uh, he's been posting a bunch of cryptic stuff per usual on, on social media, Instagram, about like patience has been key. And he's been out there. This is his second consecutive practice week where he hasn't missed a practice yet. Hopkins did miss today, but it was load management, according to Cliff, just trying to be quote unquote smart. Um, so I I would say if I had a venture against right now, I put this on Twitter. I think both are active. I think Kyler, of course, starts and plays the whole game. I think Hopkins is active but limited just to get his bearings about him. The Cardinals have just such a robust receiving core that, you know, they, they don't need Hopkins to, to beat Chicago. Now you want to talk about L.A. a week from Monday. Maybe that's a different story against Jalen Jalen Ramsey and company. But Ky, I would be shocked, utterly shocked, if Kyler Murray doesn't play on Sunday afternoon. I definitely expect Kyler to play. Um I like the I like the weather situation. Honestly, what I do love about the game plan, I think it would probably be more of a running game, where you can get you can get JC out there, Connor, get our old line back together. Let make this kind of like a grind, a kind of grind, a grindy kind of game. You don't have to throw yeah. the ball a whole bunch, but JC gets back. The offensive line kind of brings back that connection. They become physical, and then they just you know basically dominate the entire game. I like that they're playing Andy Dalton. That's good because then our, our D-line can just go at him and have no concerns about that. So the weather's not a big concern to me because I know that our offensive team, that they can put up 100 yards rushing against teams when they want it to. They can become a very physical team, which is kind of crazy when you're looking at a team that typically puts together a three and four wide receiver package. The play action pass and those things definitely will be a benefit to us. So I definitely – I like the weather because it takes a little bit more stress off having to have a wonderful performance in bringing DeAndre back and having to throw the ball 30 and 40 times a game. I don't see that having to be the, the, the Frank, need to Go ahead. Frank, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Having played in Arizona, is there a little bit of a shock to the system when you go and play your first game in uh, in cold weather situation of the season? Because so far they haven't been tested much really in that way. Cleveland right. was cold to, to my standards because I came from Arizona, but we're talking about getting down to close to 30 degrees potentially if there's close to freezing cold rain on the field as well. I mean, that's it's their worst weather situation. So is there anything to say about the fact that it's just the first time they will have experienced it this season? Well, I, well, it will be a shock for a little bit, but honestly what happens is it's crazy. Most, most, the, the mindset is this here. We need to get this win and get the hell out of here. Focus for 60 minutes and let's get this win and get the hell out of here. And I think sometimes that really helps the guys a little bit better. Um, and, the only thing that would be a shock to the system is really cold rain because we don't get rain a lot. So if it's wet and rain, if it's wet and it's raining and it's cold, that might be a shock to the system. But for if it's just cold, the guys will be fine because the I'd rather cold. it be a blizzard than it be cold rain because you I can't agree. stay. It's so hard to stay warm when you're just wet and cold. That's the worst combination of weather. Yeah, especially when you're just sitting on the side. You're just sitting there in the rain. You know, you can put your you can put your raincoat over, but you got to keep taking it off. Um, that would be the only difference. A cold rain would be the difference. But if it's just cold for the guys, they'll have the, they'll have the seat warmers typically. And then they will also have the uh, that that was like the big jet blower on the side of the field side where they can go get them. They can warm themselves up. But 
Um, cold weather, typically most teams like us, we would go some places and, and have a pretty good game because the mindset, it just changes. You want to get the win. You want to be effective. You want to get your job done and come off the field so you can get to that drug, so you can get to that heater. And once you get to that heater, it feels like uh, it feels like Arizona a little bit. Well, before we move on with our Friday's four downs, I want to take a moment to say that the Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites in this game. Okay. And my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week has got to be the Cardinals because the Bears, let's be honest, they stink, although they are playing for that last wild card spot. So they're still playing for something. Um, and if it's a cold and raining weather situation, I, I feel like with those with those games, you never know. Um, all it takes is, you know, one play to swing in you know a certain direction. But True. for sure, my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week, I'm taking the Cardinals money line. I don't think there's any way they come out of the eye refreshed, ready to go. Uh, and aren't able to get this one done, especially against a team like the Bears. If you want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, please do so using the promo code PHNX. If you bet $1 on any football game, you're going to get uh, free uh, $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. So again, that's using the code PHNX when you sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But as always, it's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right, let's move along with our Friday's four downs. We also mentioned that, and we've mentioned it all week, that Cliff Kingsbury is 0-2 with the Cardinals after the bye. He did say today that they have seemed super refreshed and full of energy this week, which is a good sign. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't be. Uh, all things considered, you're the top team in the league right now, and you, you've got, you, you know, you had some holiday time, you got some extra time to rest and recover, and everything right now is in the, is really, their fate is in their own hands. Yeah, absolutely. There's no excuse to, to not come out and play good football, given the fact that they're coming off a really nice win at Seattle. They have a lot of guys, as you mentioned, Jerson, returning, you would assume, off the injury list, not only for the offensive side of the ball, but defensively, like they should get knock on wood, Zavian Collins back 100%. I did see that. Max Garcia, full participant. Looks like they're going to hold out Justin Pugh at left guard until a week from Monday on Monday Night Football, which I think is the right. I don't think you need to rush back uh, such a key cog in Pew. Well, he has a game-time decision as well as of, as of now. So I think yeah. it was they were going to kind of just – I mean, Cliff didn't want to show his cards at all. So uh, he was another guy that, that they said we'll see on uh, tomorrow, you know, how things are and then assess from there. I know we're all frustrated with the Murray Hopkins situation to some degree, but I think we're going to look at this team knock on wood in like two to three weeks as we're looking really a definitive postseason seeding. Cardinals are going to be one of the healthiest teams barring something unforeseen going into the playoffs. And that is just a, such a farce this compared to what we've seen like of the Bruce Arians teams that were always beat up at the end of the year. It seemed like they limped health wise to the finish line. So like we're frustrated. They're still winning. I commend the front office for number one, building this kind of depth so that they're able to withstand this kind of adversity. And then also for guys just coming out and saying like, I need a week off. And so you have plug and play guys up front on both lines of scrimmage, defensive, offensive line. Their secondary has been, you know, relatively deep with interchangeable pieces, Buddha and Jalen playing a little bit of corner. So 
I think it's going to help them, not only the fact that they're going to be healthier, but they've stretched a lot of this roster to the point where like a ton of guys got experience in playing time. And that's its opposite compared to some of their divisional peers like Seattle and L.A. that are just so top-heavy and they'll be exploited because of it. Yeah, this is a great time for the team. Um, we, we watched our team struggle. Uh, we can go back the last four games and watch like little pieces started you know, trickling away from what would have been a great puzzle. We see D hops with the hamstring. We see AJ come out with COVID. We have guys that have COVID protocol situations. We start getting one guy back and another guy leaves. And so I think the buy came at a perfect time for this team to kind of rejuvenate itself, come back together. And right now I agree with you, JV moving forward. It's just this at this time right now would be a perfect, a perfect resting spot for the guys now to re revamp themselves refocus, become, you know, physically they should be healthy, but it's more about the mental part right now because it's the last stretch, the grind where you can't make mistakes and you got to play four quarters of football. So hopefully these guys mentally is just as refreshed as they, as we would hope them to be physically. And I think, you know, the buy right now should be, I mean, what these guys do this coming up versus Chicago Bears should be absolutely, they should go out and just demonstrate that they are a better team from top to bottom, coaching-wise as well as player-wise. I feel like once they got, like, not that you want it to happen, but after the Panthers loss, I feel like that was the one wake-up call. Like, they'll never need it again, right? Whenever you're yeah. heavy, heavy favorites against a team that has no business beating you and, and you lose one game to a team that had no business beating you, don't need to learn that lesson ever again. Got it, understood and right. I don't think they're ever going to go into a game again. And and listen, I am I am a little bit concerned about the weather because I, I just feel like some of those games, just odd things can happen. Uh, if it if it it might get done raining before kickoff even begins, so we'll see. But if it's like super rainy and it's just an odd game, I feel like it can make things interest interesting. But in terms of like focus and motivation for this game. Uh, there's no way they're overlooking the Bears, and they're they're well aware of what's at stake. And I'll be excited to see, to hopefully see Kyler and, and D Hop back on the field. And Johnny, we mentioned it earlier in the week. The best thing that could happen is get some knock some of that rust off before you head yeah. to LA, right? Because that yep. LA game yep. is so important, and they know, uh, you know, get in, get out, get your business done. Um, you know, don't let this one be an oops game because you've got LA next. It's a division game. LA is going to be fighting for their lives. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the Cardinals are in a really good spot right now. You want to be peaking at the right time. Go ahead, Frank. Let me add this right here. I think that this is a, this is actually a great game, and the game plan should be to be 100% physical to come to be a downhill running team to just literally go out and smash mouth football. And here's the reason why. Because we have L.A. next, what would be beautiful is that if they go and show they go to Chicago and punish them just how San Francisco went out and punished the Rams. And they just physically dominated them with a running game and they pounded the ball down their throat that the Rams will understand that the Cardinals have the power to do the exact same thing that the San Francisco 49ers did to them. But we're better. We're better in all aspects of the and we're better aspects. We're better football team in all aspects, and but we're going to come out and punish the Chicago Bears with a running game, and then we'll we're going to show you guys the exact same thing that you saw versus San Francisco 49ers, but we're better at doing it, and I think that would be a hell of a game plan just to just to come out versus the Bears and do so. It would set the tone preparing 
that mindset that that's exactly what we're going to do to, do to the Rams. So I do want to bring up one notable name on the injury report that hadn't been there all week long, and that's Byron Murphy. And so I'm wondering, guys, when you see somebody that – and maybe, Frank, you can talk to this, speak to this a little bit more, but when you're not on the injury report all week long and then all of a sudden the final injury report, your name appears, is that something to be concerned about? To me, it is. I mean, because I mean, I've been healthy the whole part, and then now something happened in practice that had they had to make they had to put him on the list for some kind of reason. Something happened that they're probably not telling us, and that to me says that this is he could go into the game probably banged up, but and whatever happened this week in practice, something happened that didn't happen, you know, the weeks prior to. So, um, I don't like it. I don't know if that's just like a little something that they're playing with us, but I don't like that because we need B. Murphy out there. He's a, he's a, he's an important part, pivotal part to what this defense does, and um, I don't like that. I just that bugs me because I. So he's questionable right now, so we'll, well see. That, but that tells me that was something serious. Something happened serious enough where it puts him in a position where they have to put him on. They have to put him on. They have to acknowledge it. And that to me, um, I don't like that. I really don't. Was he was he limited today, Cheerson? Was he out? He was, if you give me a second, let me pull it back up. I believe he was limited. Um, so that, there's sorry. a big difference. Yeah. Be- yeah, he was limited, yeah. So, the, so there's a big difference between limited and just he hurt his foot, he's out of practice. So, Alyssa, if they want to be overly cautious, I have no problem with it because Chicago's not a team that's their passing game is going to set the world on fire. They've got right. uh, Daryl Mooney, who's, who's a nice player. Uh, I don't even know if Allen Robinson's still hanging around, but Chicago's – they're limited at receiver outside of Mooney. And I think you can get by with Marco Wilson, Robert Alford this this Sunday. To me, it, it's going to be dictated by this is an offensive line for Chicago who's given up more sacks than anybody, 37 uh, sacks. That's 32nd in the NFL, 37 sacks allowed. Now, I know Justin Fields took a lot of those, but Dalton's not particularly mobile. And you've got Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden. There, there's no excuse. I expect the Cardinal defense to have – as similar performance, dominant performance like they did against Seattle before the bye week. This is such a, a limited team, Chicago-wise, that, you know, my only concern if Kyler Murray plays, honestly, I don't know if it's re-aggravating injury. I, you know, I don't want to think like that when I'm watching the game, but it's like, does he force some plays? Because, like, as you mentioned, Cherson, he's been rusty. He wants to just kind of, you know, make a couple spectacular plays and wants to, you know, get a couple quick scores. That's not what's been winning for this Cardinal team while he's been out. Colt McCoy's been, by and large, methodical and mistake-free. And it's not like we don't want Kyler to be Kyler, but you don't want a Bears team that's really lacking quality talent and personnel to, to be allowed to hang around because of a couple you know careless turnovers by Kyler, who's, who's back, and it hasn't found a rhythm yet. So I'm with you, Frank. I like the approach of downhill running attack, pressure defense. I mean, the, the Cardinals – Cheerson, I love your bet. The Cardinals have won every every road game by double digits, so there's no reason to believe they won't cover seven and a half on Sunday. Well, I do want to take a break. Johnny, you're going to be at the game. Luckily, you don't have yeah. to stand on the sidelines, which is which is really good for you because I do know yeah. people here that I have to like shoot the game and stuff like that, and they could potentially be like freezing and drenched. So you can just sit in the press box, get some oh. get some food, you know, yeah. right right as you're watching the game. If you're like yeah. getting tired a little bit, you can just walk over and grab a cup of coffee. So you're going to yeah. have it made. Uh, yeah. Everyone else has to endure the elements, but. I'm already super, super, super stoked 
about the block party that we have coming Woo! up on Monday. Yeah. So that's Monday Night Football against the LA Rams, December 13th, 3 to 6 p.m. We are uh, teaming up with Bird Gang Travel Club and Alola once again to bring you a block party, uh, open bar, all you can eat, all you can drink from three to six. We're going to have a DJ. We're going to have giveaways. And this is something that has been in the works for several weeks now. Mm -hmm. And I just cannot wait. We, we had an amazing tailgate party for Thursday night football, but this is going to knock the socks off of uh, that that first time that we did something out at Westgate. And tickets, birdgangtravelclub.com. You can still get your tickets. And the, the sooner the better when it comes to those because the closer that you get to game day, the more those tickets are going to go up. So get your tickets hey, now. There is no better party in the NFL than Monday night football. Sunday night's cool. But Monday night football is like the cream of the crop. And if you're going, if you're going to get a chance that your team has the ability to show up to the world and you're going to miss this opportunity, don't do it. Get your tickets, come out, support, bring that love, bring that fire, bring that energy. There's no Rams fan, no L.A. fan that should outshine us as the Cardinals, not in our own backyard, not at Lola's. Man, we just have a great time. Come out because, like, Ain't no part of like a Monday night party, especially when teams nine and two can't beat it. All right, NFL AZ Cardinals says, "Would hate to see Kyler try to go for a run and slip and sprain his ankle again." Here's the thing: I just feel like you can't think like that. Either the right. man's ready to go or he's not ready yeah. to go. But by no means should anybody, Kyler, Cliff, his teammates, fans, us be sitting there thinking, oh, well, it's going to it's gonna be raining. I would certainly, I would hate to see somebody slip and hurt themselves. It's just like, you got if you're ready, go out and play the damn game. Uh, but you can't be like having that mindset, you know? That's my opinion. Yeah, just maybe just don't call any design runs if you're Cliff, but have your quarterback there to do what he does best. And that, uh, this year, that's sling it from the pocket. I'm with you, Cheerson. Like, are we gonna be are we gonna be nitpicking this for the rest of the season? There's a good chance they're gonna have to go on the road at some point in playoffs, and that could potentially be to uh, a Green Bay uh, in late January or early February. So to me, it's if he's good enough to play, I I, I don't care if the game's in freaking Timbuktu. You, you should you should start him and like he like he's 100 percent healthy. But some people in the chat here, we've got we've got Logan Riley saying, "Give me Trace or give me death." Of course, that's. Saying, you know, give me backup quarterback. Give Trace me death, then. I want to die if that happens. <laughs> but then Ryan Anderson here saying, exactly, I'd rather skip, uh, have him skip another week to ensure no aggravation. Trace McSorley is not seeing the field. Colt McCoy would be the one to see the field. So let's just put that out there. But some people think, sit Kyler another week. No, do you, did, did he have his leg amputated? <laughs> no, it's not that. Kyler be, Kyler's fine. We, we we missed our quarterback for almost four weeks to play right now. Look, unless it was that severe and they just didn't tell us, then there's no reason why he shouldn't be healthy enough to get out there and, and basically turn around and hand the ball off at least. Um, you got to go out. And, I, I agree with you 100%. You just got to go out and play football. Football has to be played at full speed. If you're not full speed, then don't play. But this is this is a game that we need to find out. We need to find that rhythm back where all our pieces are back. And if we got our pieces back in in, in in our stable, then we need to get these guys out and let them go. Here's my here's here's my thought. 
we talk about us and what we're going to do to them, but let's just think about it. Let's just back this up a little bit and say, what is the Bears going to do to us? And in my mindset, I think the Bears are going 100% pressure. They're going to have every intent to stop the run on the way to the pass. I expect them to bring a bunch of pressure from every angle to, to, to basically try to try to corner Kyler where he can't move out of the pocket, but they can get a lot of pressure because they know he's not as mobile. They're going to test his leg to see if he can, if he's just, if he's healthy or not. And at the same time, if they feel like they're just, we're going to run the ball down their throat, then they're going to stop the run by blitzing and trying to stunt dog. And that stunt dog is where you have the defensive tackle and the defensive end continually moving and crossing and moving and turning like that. So I love this Bears team is wounded. They've tasted a little bit of victory, but in truth, they still have a desire to come out and punish us. And if they can get a win versus us, everything that they have, they're going to throw at us. But I believe in us. I believe that our players are better than their players. JV says it all the time. And without a doubt, I believe we can come away with the win. But this should be a very good game. The Bears are coming off an enormous win over the winless Lions. So, yes. I mean, they are just so thrilled. All the momentum. At us against the world. They can beat anybody at this point. Yes, anything can happen on a Sunday. Look, it just take it takes a little. I, I know it's cliche any given Sunday, but you guys know, like I know, we saw Carolina Panthers walk in here and spank our butts. And all it takes is a little spark. It doesn't take much. It just takes some bullseye to feel like you go out and you put pressure on the quarterback. You get our quarterback down. Your your whatever the defensive plays are being called that, are, that that's happening. The weather is in your favor. You live in Chicago. It's cold. It's wet. You know, and the ground is not as, you know, it's not as easy to run on or maneuver on. And so those things can give you some momentum. I believe that our talent is better, but we have to have a good game plan. We can't take for granted like we did against Carolina and think that we just can walk out and beat this team. A win is a win, but it means a lot to a team. I've been on a lot of losing teams. And when we got one win, it meant a lot. <laughs> the next week, we might have still got our butts kicked. But it still meant a lot in that locker room. So hopefully we'll come out focused. We're talking about a team that has a chance to do something special. And we always talk about it on, on our show, on PHNX, and says this is a chance to seize the moment. Don't take it for granted because we, we, could, we could really be a really special team. This could be a really special season. Ryan Anderson asking, does anyone know if Rashard Lawrence is activated for this Sunday? That helped the run game a lot. He um, is not. He is he's coming off IR, but he is he, he will not be out on the field on Sunday. So Monday against the Rams, they're targeting. Yeah, they're, they're targeting, but you never know. Um, so Andy Dalton, officially the starter, does that, if we seem to think that so much of the focus for both teams is going to be on the, on the ground, does it matter? Did we want to see Justin Fields or, is, or did we want to see Andy Dalton? We wanted to see Andy Dalton. Uh, the, the, the quarterbacks that have given this Cardinal team fits this year um, are the ones that can manufacture lay, lanes, running lanes on the ground. I mean, Trey Lance is not a good thrower of the football, but he was basically an athlete playing quarterback. And he kept that game close because he could he could run around and, and scramble. Same with whatever the hell Carolina tried it out with Cam Newton uh, and their backup quarterback. Those are the those are the issues that the Cardinals have right now. They're not athletic enough. You know, I say this with all due respect with for Marcus and Chandler, but th those guys are over thirty. Those kind of quarterbacks are going to give the Cardinals problems. Not problems in this in the sense that I think they'll they'll lose when they play those QBs, 
you would rather have a statuesque quarterback like a Dalton, like what the Cardinals saw a couple weeks ago with Jimmy Garoppolo, like suddenly an immobile Russell Wilson, right? Like Ryan, Ryan Tannehill week one, where they can tee off and, and light up their opposing tackles. And, and to me, this, this is a su- supreme matchup for Vance Joseph to be able, again, to solidify himself as a major player in the head coaching search after this season. I, I think I would be very disappointed against this Bears team. Now, they can run the ball a little bit with Montgomery, so that will, will remain to be seen about how the Cardinals' run defense holds up after the bye. I would, be, I would be very disappointed if the Chicago Bears got over, let's say, 14 points in this game. They, they just, they're just they not equipped to throw the football vertically, and if they try five- to seven-step drops with Andy Dalton, he, he should get lit up with the Cardinals' pass rush. They're so thin at receiver, too. It's just like I feel like the only thing they really have going for them is the ground game. And, um, I mean, you're not going to – I don't think a one-dimensional team is going to be able to beat the Cardinals. I don't care if if it's their weakness or not, but it's it's just not happening. Or it shouldn't. It shouldn't happen. All right, before we move on, I want to tell you a little bit more about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Customers can get skin in the game with same-game parlays, which combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more likes you add, the more running you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want, which is the reason why we use it exclusively here on the PHNX Cardinals podcast because, uh, you know, there's nothing really to worry about. If you decide you want to deposit some money and then you say, eh, I don't know about that, never mind, just Withdraw your cash whenever you want. That's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you haven't downloaded it yet, please do so using the code PHNX. We'd appreciate it. All right, guys, any final thoughts on this matchup that we have not gone over? I think it's one of those games where it's just like, how much do you have to really say about it? Because it's a crappy team that the Cardinals should be able to beat outside of you know, the weather, you could you could throw in like, oh, well, historically, the last couple of years, they haven't done well off the bye. And, oh, you know, the weather's going to be really crappy and that could affect them. But outside of those storylines, if you want to grab onto them, this is a game the Cardinals should win easily. Yeah, absolutely. The people in the comments, I think, said it best. The, the Chicago Bears are going to be missing a multitude of quality defensive players. There's no Khalil Mack, right? Akeem Hicks, who's a tremendous defensive tackle, could be out. They could be missing Roquan Smith, their all-pro inside linebacker. This is not the same as when the Cardinals lost to Carolina's defense, which Carolina's defense, legitimate top three to five unit. The Bears' defense is pretty middling, and they're getting worse as the season goes along because they're they're losing players. They've got Robert Quinn, who's a nice pass rusher. But outside of that, the, the Cardinals play their game, and most importantly – play mistake-free turnover football. If they don't turn the football over, they're going to win this game handily. The only way the Bears keep this close is if the Cardinals, Rondell Moore, somebody like that, fumbles a punt, Kyler throws an interception, errant throw in the pocket, something like that. But, but man, you have an opportunity to come out and and basically remind everybody around the NFL that's, that's kind of falling asleep on this team that this is the major player in the NFC with number one behind center. I said it how I said last week when we watched it or week before that when we saw how when we lost to Carolina and I said that it's it's up to the coaches to come in and stress how important it is to get our mindset ready to go in the bye week and we, the bye week with a win. But we have to go to Seattle and take care of the business. And I say the same thing again, that we it needs to be stressed 
that the leaders on this team has to step up to the table and push these guys to focus and not take anything for granted. We're flying to Chicago. We got one task. That's to get a W. Everything, everyone needs to have their minds focused. We need to play four quarters of football. We need to bend. Don't break. Everyone needs to be in their lanes. We need to be doing our assignments. And we need to come away with a win. And I think that to me right now is the leadership has to step up again. It's on the road. We can't take for granted that we just every time we get on the road, we walk away with a win. This team is not going to give up. I mean, we just need to make sure our leaders are speaking the right things. And I think that would be something to be said. And I think that would be something that these guys will definitely try to display. If they do that, we should come away with a win and it shouldn't be a big deal. Lotone Capone asking over under, we see both Kyler and Colt on Sunday. Mm. I mean, I still am sticking to, so personally, I think if Kyler is good to go, then you play him and you don't really mess around with that. Maybe you guys have a different perspective on it. I, I agree with I, you 100%. He needs four quarters. He not play. I mean, if the game is out of hand early, then we're, we're 23 to 33 to zip or 33 to seven. Then you want to give your quarterback a break. That's fine. And then, then you, you know what you're going to do. You're going to do ball control offense. You're going to feed him a dose of JC all day and that old line just pounding. So I'm cool with that, but not necessarily. He needs four quarters of football. He needs to get himself back ready and be able to you know, get his mind ready for four quarters versus the Rams as well. If we see Colt McCoy and Kyler Murray on Sunday, then something's gone horrifically wrong with Kyler Murray. So I'm going to go way, way under in the hopes that, God forbid, if we see Colt again start a game at least that – you know that you'll probably see Kyler Murray hopefully the following week. If both of them play on Sunday, it means that Kyler re-aggravated his ankle. So I'm going to go under. Kyler Murray finally comes back, plays well, and wins. All right, let's wrap things up with our score predictions. I'm going 21-10 Cardinals. Uh, I will go, uh, I think Cardinals are going to 27-13 Cardinals. Ooh. Ooh. Man, uh, <laughs> uh, I wasn't ready Not for that. that hard. I was on, although it was on the readout, I still, dang it. Uh, yeah, I know, Frank. It was I know. the rundown I sent you, man. We I know, were busy I know. I just, you know, I'm just trying to get a dub. I was trying to get my <laughs> internet together. Look, my backdrops are driving range. Look, uh, um, I just, there you go. 31 to 13. I'm taking it. Skrilla, Skrilla. I got it. 31-13. I'm going with his. I like it. JC. I would love to see it. Defense gives us two touchdowns, and Ooh. JC gets two touchdowns, and then we go from there. I like it. I do think you're on to something. I think this definitely could be a game where the Cardinals defense scores. Love that. Ooh, that'd be nice. All right, Frank, are you actually going to go golf or, like, what's happening here? Not no, no, golf, no. but, like, hit the driving range behind you? Look, my I got a range. Um, this is I'm at Coco Pelly Golf Course. I had to pull over and just make it happen. Um, look, I'm not hitting the ball. I'm gonna grab a drink. It's been a long day. I, I hate stressing stress you guys out. out. Look, I stressed y'all out today trying to get on the internet, and I finally got here. So I'm happy. Y'all look. We'll just great. plan for this moving forward. That this is what we'll do. <laughs> look, I, every time I watch y'all on podcasts, I think y'all backdrops are absolutely beautiful. And then I see my backdrop right now. I'm like, man, this is beautiful. It looks this. good. It looks good, Frank. I love it. Lighting is good. I'll be, I'll be doing it again. I'll be doing it from probably some other golf course next time. Yeah, They're going to start charging you. Pick a new golf course. <laughs> pick a new one each week. That'll be my goal. 
<laughs> All right. Well, Johnny, safe travels to Chicago. Frank and I are going to hold down the fort on Sunday at the PHNX studios, but can't wait to see you guys on Sunday and get to talk some, some Cardinals football and hopefully about a Cardinals win. If you guys have not hit that subscribe button on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, please do that and follow us on social media at PHNX underscore Cardinals. And we will see you on Sunday.